is Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bang! Oh! will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Troy. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper for another one of our 2021-2022 season previews. Tapping into diehard fans and local fans. For today, we're going we're going to return the favor. I was featured on their podcast a couple months back. A team that we talked about a lot as one of our Dime Dropper teams last year, the Atlanta Hawks. Joining us, we have TJ from the Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast. Welcome to the show. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing tonight? How you doing today? This afternoon. I'm doing well. Obviously, you know, I'm still three hours behind you guys over there. So yeah. I'm ready for I'm going to the Dodger game a little bit later. So I'm excited. You got your Braves in the playoffs too. We both we start, we start in a couple of minutes, 20 minutes. We start. We got our game starts in 20 minutes. So yeah. <laughs> I won't take away too much of your time. But um, so let's talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Obviously, last season was a very interesting season, but a an exciting one, getting back to contention. The best actual finish of the Atlanta Hawks, I believe. Since 2016. Well, actually, no. So yeah, 2015, you guys 2015, yeah. You guys had a better record, but you guys got swept in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. This time, you guys actually were two games away from getting to the finals. And if my memory and my basketball history knowledge serves me correctly, I don't think since the Atlanta Hawks, since the Hawks moved to Atlanta, I don't think you've gotten that close to the championship before. Yeah, so, since so 2015 and 2020 are the, the two yeah. times, 2021 are the two times we've gotten close. Yeah, and I think so. This one was the closest. It was an mm -hmm. amazing season. You know, I watched a lot of your games with Lloyd Pierce. You were 14 and 20. The second you brought in McMillan, everything changed. Trey was more unselfish, you know, taking better shots, and the rest of the team started getting healthy and everything started working out. So, building off of that, you guys obviously beat the Sixers. That was a huge upset. Yeah. What are you guys thinking going into this season? You got DeAndre Hunter coming back from injury. Trey's coming off the best year of his career. John Collins is locked in now. So, what's your? I, I'm guessing high expectations for you guys. Yeah, as a as an analyst, I say we are top. We're top five. As a fan, I'm, we're saying we're number one. Um, because if you look at the East, the hardest teams coming out the East will be Milwaukee, of course. But it'll be Milwaukee. I still think Kyrie's Nets are still a tough team. Mm -hmm. And then you still have um, Philly. Now that Ben Simmons back, we, well, we don't know. He's in Philadelphia. We don't know if he's leaving or not. And then you still have the Heat. So that's why I say we're top five. We're in that mix. With those groups, mind you, we get DeAndre back. Cam is healthy, and Cam, if you, I don't know if you watched the preseason game. Cam had a great third, fourth quarter, um, and he had a great third, fourth quarter versus the Heat in this preseason game. He had a really good game, um, but yeah, I mean, this, it's it's a weird kind of scenario because I think we think everybody thinks we could have made the finals last year if Trey doesn't get hurt, you know, in the last game. We probably went. We probably go to the finals. And we probably. I don't say we win, but I say we we might win because we might have beat that Phoenix team. So this year, teams reloaded. Like you know, like I said, the Heat got Kyle Lowry, and then they get you know uh, PJ Tucker, and so you know we play them. And we played them three times. That's our that's the division rival. 
So we win the division last year. We beat them. You know, we beat everybody in the division. Mind you, our division isn't that well. You know, it's not that good, but we still beat the Heat. Everybody's like, oh, the Heat are this and this. So this year, if we stay healthy, I think it's a it's another run year. I think we can get back to the Eastern Conference Finals very quickly. You didn't one of the teams you didn't mention was the Milwaukee Bucks. Do you still feel as though they're still going to be right up there? Above yeah, the, the Bucks will be. The Bucks will be. They might. My top five is the. It's still Milwaukee, Brooklyn. The, it's not. It's not in order. Milwaukee, yeah. Brooklyn, the Heat, the Hawks, and Philly. That's still my top five. Chicago is another team that might creep in because they have talent, but. You just don't know with that team. Yeah, I think the all the teams you mentioned were good. The biggest biggest question mark I obviously have is Philadelphia. I don't know what's going to yeah. happen there. It's kind of similar to how when I was doing previews last season with the, the Rockets, I didn't really know where to place them because I didn't know what the future of James Harden would look like. But um, I think going into the season for the Hawks, it's going to be good. I mean, Trey's coming up a great year. Talk about the impact that he's made on the Hawks, the city. And obviously last year he was getting a lot of scrutiny in the beginning of the year. But the second Nate McMillan came in, he just – it seemed like all the negatives just kind of went away. And he just – everybody was feeding off of him. And it didn't seem like it was just feeding off his play. He really looked like he was making everybody better instead of just, just catch and shoot, just watch Trey work all the time. Yeah, so Trey – when Nate McMillan – came into Atlanta um he came in you know he came as a as a coach as an assistant coach everybody was like well that'll help Floyd out because you got a real coach on the coaching staff then we start 14 to 20 when we got to being when we beat uh Brooklyn everybody was like, okay so that'll save Lloyd's job early in the, it just, early in the season right yeah that was like, yeah, the, first, that was like the first couple of games we was like yeah, okay, Lloyd that. might get my his job might get saved now yeah then slowly but surely we kept losing we lost to Cleveland in, in a, a game win. They had like a game winning alley. Basically, we lost to Dallas on national TV. I don't even if you guys remember that game. We watched because remember, Gallo got the ball and just flopped. So we got to, that. you know, yeah. So we got to Nate and they, everything just felt different with Nate. Um, we got another close scenario. We get to Toronto, last minute shot. We have a set play. And we have plays where guys are going to get the ball, and Tony Snell hits the game winner. So when you when you think about what Trey's impact is on this team, he's the leader. He's he's made the city happy. Like when the Trey Young ones came out, my whole timeline was full of people just buying Trey Young ones and getting them in the mail and showing them off. Like we haven't had a player have their own shoe here in Atlanta. We haven't had a player have their own basically their own brand with Adidas. We've never had a player with this much impact. Like, I mean, you had Iso Joe, you had Josh Smith, but these guys aren't Trey Young level. Trey yeah. Young is a, basically a superstar at this point. Like, yeah. he's now international. I mean, he's at an international he, level now. After so, leading you guys to the conference finals in his first ever playoff run, dude, the guy is the guy is like a couple months younger than me. Like, that's a, and especially he's not even that much taller than me. Like, he's bro, he's, he's a, he, so confident. He's a stat padded six one. He's a stat padded six one. He's not six one. Like, yeah. if you look at him standing up, you'll be like, oh, yeah, he's not 6'1". Like, he's a stat pad at 6'1", which it's not a problem. I mean, you you want him, you know, you want him. I, would, I want to see him do well. I mean, he did great. Like, the injury hurt us a lot. We won the one game with the injury. And that you, as you saw after that one game, you saw the team kind of sort of like, ah. Like, it just – we were really excited, and then it just, like, like slowed all the way down. So, it's like when we have a – when you have a leader like that, and then he helps John, 
He's made John a lot better. If you go from John's first year without Trey to John with Trey over these last couple of years, John has developed into a three-point shooter because, like, like Trey has made this team be a four-space team because Trey knows because Trey likes the lane. He likes mm-hmm. to drive. He likes to cook. But mind you, you like the people like to collapse on Trey because they think he's small and he can't get out of it. Now he's one of the best. Yeah, he almost he almost had ten assists this year, and and he averaged like nine point six or something. He's gonna he's gonna get a twenty in ten year. He's gonna get a Steve Nash type year. So my thing is, I think he almost let the. I think Russ is the only person that passed him this year in assists. Yeah, nine. And it's gonna nine point four assists in the regular season. Nine point yeah nine. So it's gonna constantly get bigger and bigger for him. So I think that's the only thing, man. It's like. I just want to. I just. I think it's the team in general. It's just like the team is is so built around Trey this year. It's gonna be nice and really nice. What's crazy to think about is last year because of your early struggles, Trey Young wasn't even an All Star last year, which now yeah. is looking insane. I mean, he's a, he's gonna be. I'd say probably the starter this year. If I I can't think of anybody else that would have that spot over him. I mean, Kyle Lowry is not as good as him anymore. No. Kyrie Irving has a whole ordeal with going on over there. Yeah. So I think Trey Young will probably be a starting point guard for the East. Uh, I think in the pick and roll, I mean, he's one of the best players in the league now because you can't go under the screen. He's got a great jump shot. You go over the screen, he's got that great floater. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he incorporates any more, a little bit more mid-range, but it's also harder. He is. Um, his training videos all summer have been all mid-range videos. Hey, that's the next so, step. Yeah, that that was – and and it's a it's a funny quote. Um, he was on the shop with LeBron show and, you know, and Rich Paul. He was on the shop, and he said, people always are going to associate me with Luka. And he said, I don't care about the whole Luca hype and all of that. He said, I want to be, I want to be AI. I want to be Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. I want to be Steve Nash. Like he has bigger goals set. And he's showing you now, like, like preseason. He, I mean, uh, like uh, now, he, you know, he had a, a thought contusion in preseason, but before, like he's been shooting mid ranges like crazy. Like, and that's really what he needed because he's a, it, it was like he was a two level scorer. Yeah. Because he didn't use his, he didn't use his mid range. Now, if you give him three levels, it's going to be super hard to guard him if you give him space anywhere. Yeah, it's just the only thing I would say is hard with um, mid-range for smaller guys like that is when they're contested, it's hard to get it off, like especially with the congestion. But, you know, there are ways you can find it. I mean, Chris Paul, we had him here in L.A. He finds a way to weave through those screens and get to his mid-range spots. So it'll be interesting to see that with Trey. As far as the other guys, you don't really have a bona fide second all-star, but you have a lot of players that are like – right below that all-star level, like John Collins, who just came off a very solid year, got better with McMillan, you know, Bogdanovich, who was injured, but when he came back, he was lights out. I mean, 47% shooting, 44 from three, and then Capella had a really solid year. So what do you think of the supporting cast? And do you think there'll be any progression or like regression? Obviously, DeAndre Hunter coming back is, is big. Yeah, I was just like, that's, that's your best the defenders. biggest thing. Um, so DeAndre Hunter is my favorite player on this Hawks. Okay, like I love Trey Young. They like level, but I love DeAndre Hunter. But so my thing, I'm like, like, I like DeAndre Hunter in college. I love him at Virginia. Mm-hmm. So when you get to DeAndre in Atlanta, first year he has a great, you know, rising all star, rising star, all of that. Mm-hmm. Last year he got last year he got rising star again, but he was hurt, and they didn't even do the rising star game, you know, so he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So. You get him into a point where now you have JC, who is now your your set power forward. JC is your power forward for the next five years. Yeah. Capella had just got a three year extension, so he's your center for the next basically five years. And then Bogey's here till twenty twenty three, I think. 
I have to pull it up. I think he's here to 2023, and then DeAndre's here, so his he's gonna get an extension too. And it's so funny because I like our starters. I love them. I love all our starters, but the pieces we have on the bench is what makes me more excited because Kevin Herter is Kevin Herter could go for six men of the year this year. Dude, he's a stud, man. He can score. He yeah. When you saw he's him a scoring seven, machine. Seven against the Sixers, man. That was big time. Yeah. He and you know he wears three for D Wade like that's like he he is a he's one of my candidates for six men of the year because I can see he's gonna be our sixth man. Cam Reddis is another piece where if he stays healthy all year and he progresses, it's gonna be crazy. Um, Talk to me about him for a second. You know, I I saw I didn't get to see too much Hawks his first year, but his second mm-hmm. last year, it looked like you know the guy's got good defensive potential and yeah. he. He has good offensive potential too, but it seems like his shot is very inconsistent and his confidence goes up and down. So what's, what are your thoughts on him? You know, I've seen some Hawks fans seem like they get impatient with him. What's the, is there any chance that you still think that he can still become a, I mean, he was a lottery pick. He was very hyped up in college at Duke. So what are your um, thoughts of him? I have faith in McMillan okay. um, because the reports we got out of the locker room when Lloyd got fired was that he was basically bullying. So we haven't seen him with a good coach. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. With somebody that's actually going to take time to develop him. Okay. Um, and, you know, everybody knows McMillan is a defensive, you know, he's one, one of the best defensive players of all time. So, then you bring in – you bring in his son. You bring in um, Van Axel, who's definitely going to help Trey, and he's going to help all our guards, really and truly. So, Nick everything – yeah, Nick Van Exel is a coach on the Hawks. Oh, wow. That's awesome. He's big time yeah. working in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why I say, yeah, he's he's that's gonna be a, a great, um, he's a great addiction addition to this, to this. So that's what I'm saying. Everything is kind of sort of forming together. Like it's just, it's like you know when you watch Avengers, the Infinity Rings were just slowly. That's basically what it, it's like. It's slowly but surely. And I think for Cam, people are just want people want to push Cam because, like you said, lottery pick. You know, like high pick right at you draft DeAndre at four. You see DeAndre have instant uh, instant success, and then Cam. He's, mind you, Cam's been hurt so much. He hasn't had a full season. Yeah. This is year three. Year he only three, played 26 games last year, it says. Yeah, so he's never had a full, you know, like a full game season. I think this is a season where he's completely healthy. Um, this offseason, he didn't do summer camp, which everybody thought he was. He was going to do summer league. Didn't do summer league. He stayed at home, rested his body. He was in Vegas, though. He did go to Vegas and, you know, travel with the, the guys. But he didn't play. Um, and I think he's just, he looks good. I mean, he can't, it, it just takes, like I say, a lot of the stuff with this team last year, I was preaching, I was preaching patience. Mind you, I was, this is when Lloyd was here and I was, you know, preaching, preaching it like, man, just be, be patient, be patient. When we got Nate, it was like full go. Cause mind you, when Nate started, we went on a uh, eight game win streak. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, this team is built to win, but everybody else on this team is just fun. I mean, Lou Will's still here. Solo still solo still our our mean guy off the bench. He's the guy that'll go in and get a flagrant foul for you. Like you oh, man. still have Laker the fans, guys. Laker fans have had it with that fool. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah, they were bad. And, and, and I don't even think that play was really. I don't, I don't even think, think that I was. Really was I don't think it was intentional either. But no, he just went for the ball, and LeBron. LeBron is huge. They're both two big bodies diving the ball, and LeBron ankle got caught. But it's it's like you still got these guys. Mind you, we signed the long right. Um, you draft Jalen Johnson and Sharif Cooper, which Sharif Cooper at 48 was an absolute steal if you watched him in preseason. He was going right at John Morant, right at these guys that have been in the league for a little bit. And so 
it, it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun. It's a fun young team. Let's put it like that. Like it's this is a fun young team. I was also going to ask. So looking at your team statistics last year. Your offense was – I remember in the beginning of the season, at least with Pierce, it was all offense and the defense was unreliable. McMillan came in and shirted up a little bit. Also, not having DeAndre Hunter really hurts the defense. I think he's one of the most versatile defenders on your team, one of the better ones. Um, what do you expect to see out of the defensive side of things? Because you guys are going to score points. Like, you will score points. Yeah. You have weapons all over the floor. And as you said, Trey is the type of guy who gets so much attention. And with the weapons you guys have, I mean, I had Gallinari and Lou Williams on my team. and I know what they're like. And, you know, Lou, obviously, he's not – you know, he can be a complete liability on defense, but his offense is – he looked good in the playoffs for you guys, especially in some of those games against Philly. Gallo, yeah. though, in the playoffs looked – like he had injuries in the season. But what do you think? Give me your thoughts on those two. I love Lou. And I, I love Lou because what Lou, has, what Lou does for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou is that cool vet. Lou is like that old school, like, you know – yeah, you know, back in 01, I was out here playing basketball while y'all was kids. Like, he's one of those guys. He's still cooking. Like, he, yeah. he's not a – you know, he's still – you know, he's still out here going at, at people. Like, he's not scared for the, the moment. So – and then Gallo's Gallo, man. Gallo's going to score. Gallo, Gallo's going to sit at – Gallo had some moments where we were like, whoa, Gallo. Like, he he crossed up P.J. Tucker. We were like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, trust me. When he came to the Clippers, the first – full season he had because he was really injured the first year 2018 that 2019 some things that he does man like some of the shots he hits the contested you think are like star level shots like he can yeah. he's a shot maker that dude he's a shot and maker. it's it's really weird because you don't expect gallo to be like that like I, i'll be honest i don't expect to see gallo you know like do crossovers and do spin moves and be dunking on folks and you know he's not older but he's an older guy and he's still doing young guy stuff like you can't leave Gallo on an island because he will shoot over you and make yeah. it because he's 6'10". Yeah, like, he's it's really, really – he's, he's really tall. big. And people don't understand, like, like the thing like, – that's why I say this team is just built around Trey. Because even when Gallo's on the court, that Gallo's going to stand on the line. That's why I say this is – and defensively, we play – it's going to be – I think it'll be more of a, a zone type thing this year. I think we'll see a lot more. I think we'll still see man-to-man on certain players. Like, when we play the Bucks. John or John or Capella is probably going to guard Giannis. Like, because Capella – and Capella doesn't do a bad job. Capella did a great job on Embiid. Everybody thought Embiid scored 30 points. He scored 30 points about the fourth quarter. He couldn't even walk down the court. That's true. So he got gassed every time. Yeah, that, and that's that, – and Capella played him right. And, you know, I don't want to – everybody's like, that's lack of – that's like lack of days with defense. He's playing, he's playing him how he knows how to play him. And he said in his press conference, he said, yeah, those guys get tired by the fourth quarter. And he did. Every every game, Joel Embiid was tired by the fourth quarter. So defensively, it just is matchup based, kind of sort of. I think it'll be team based, matchup based. But I would definitely, I would expect to see a lot of two three, um, because we love to have Capello in the in the center or in like right um, under the basket. Yeah. You know, Trey can get blown by sometimes, but you got Capello standing there or. John is right there, or DeAndre's right there. Those guys have huge long arms. So John, John has definitely come some ways defensively a little bit. He's a high flyer, and he comes over those weak side blocks and sometimes takes charges now. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. Uh, so my last question for you is: How has Capella been received? You guys enjoying him, and how's he been since that was such a controversial move for Houston? Oh, we love him. I I hate it. I I would I hate. The well, thing is, uh, for them, I just I'm just like you. That was a bad move. Because yeah. mind yeah. you, like Capella came here, he you know he was hurt his first year here. Um, well, he got here like halfway through the season, so he gets here next year. 
last year, and he's just like, oh, Capella's the center now. And mind you, everybody knows Capella because of the hard. And, you know, everybody was watching the Rockets in the playoffs. It was like, oh, yeah. oh Capella's not bad. I was like, Capella's going to be great. Especially that and lob then, threat with Trey Young. I mean, that we saw Harden and Capella lobs all day long. Now it's Trey yeah. and Capella. And we got to – we get to, like, the first game, and Trey's already throwing lobs to Capella. And yeah. it's preseason games. And we're just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. And from then on, I mean, the rest of the season, when you watch it, what was Trey doing? And he had a lob threat the whole time. Mind you, John – and that's why John Collins' role was reduced. And I think people were, were so worried about why is John Collins not getting the ball. Capella is the playing the center role now. John's not playing that center role. He doesn't have to play the pick and roll because now we have two lob threats. So that's the only thing now, but I love Capella, man. Capella's – he's this – he, like I said, he got three extra years on the contract now. So he's going to be – he's probably going to be – unless we trade him, he's the center of the future. My last question is, do you think John Collins can turn into a guy that can, like, be, be a guy you can throw the ball to and say, get me a bucket, as opposed to just off the flow of the offense? Do you think that he has the potential to progress into, like, a second-star kind of guy? If he gets a handle, yes. If, if okay. he's what working about like on a his post, handle. Or, or like a post game. What about oh, he's a oh, post up definitely. If you get him matched up or if you get him where he can turn, because he, 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 like Philly, Tobias Harris can't guard John Collins. Yeah. I think people don't realize John Collins is 6'10. So, I mean, he's, he's a taller guy. So he gets, you know, he gets in a post and you can't guard him or you can't, put, you don't put a body on him. He's going to make it in a post. He's going to be, a, he's a good post scorer. He has a good. He has a good turnaround. Jay. He has a good hook. He, I mean, he. You should go to him. Has a, I mean, people used to make. Yeah. The, that's what people used to make their living off back in the NBA. Yeah. So he and you and now he has a spot up three. He has yeah. a catch and shoot three. So now it's like okay, yeah, we we can see it where it's happening now, and that's why I say this team is is a is a four and out. It can be a four and out, or it can be a or it can really be a four and out. But I think Capella is the only one that's stopping it from being a, a, a true four and out. Because Capella's going to play in that post role or he's going to be the pick and roll guy with the lob. Yeah. So that's that's going to be the fun part about this team. I was going to say, give me your final uh, – where do you think you're going to finish? I, I got you guys around like the four or five, four or five range. Maybe three, but I don't know. I feel like they – everyone's hyping up the heat a lot. I feel pressured to put them in my top three, but I don't know. I think you guys could still be better. I say three. I okay. say I say Bucks. I say Bucks. I say Nets, and I say Hawks. And I, that's the three, I think. Um and I don't think that's I don't think that's the final order because if, I don't know if you remember when Nate McMillan took over we would have been number one, and in really in the NBA we were we were on pace and they would we had it from the beginning of the season we would have been number one seed, so that's why I say the Bucks always Bucks Bucks and Nets are always going to be one and two, but I think the Hawks in some way somehow especially with the what the Nets are going through yeah to slide into two or it just depends on it, I mean this team really and truly. You just got to hope Trey stays healthy. If he's the type of guy that yeah. your team is built, like if he goes down for 20 games, it's going to be a struggle. Oh, it's going to be. I, that's, and I don't want – we don't want that. I think yeah. everything now – that's why he hasn't played – he didn't play preseason. As soon as he got his stock in twos, we were like, yeah, you're not playing. You can sit on the bench. So we're nine days away, man. So we're just getting ready for that. I think Hawks fans as a, as a whole are like – we're just ready for it, I think. I think we're just ready for the season to start. Hey, man, it's great to hear the optimism in the ATL. Before we end, you want to give your guys a shout-out? Definitely let people know where they can find you. Um, you can find me on on YouTube at Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Colin Tyrone ATL. You can find the page, Fila underscore SP, on Twitter. 
Um, probably Dom will probably put it somewhere so you guys can see it. Um, I'll get it in the description. I'll get it in the description. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be at Peter underscore ISP. Like I said, YouTube is Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast. Um, we are on YouTube. We are on Twitter. And we are on Facebook. It's the same name on all of them. Um, and definitely, if you want to follow me, because I will be posting a lot of Hawk stuff, um, I will be the probably the Hawks guy for the rest of the season. So definitely hit me up, um, you guys. And you, everybody is welcome on my show. Um, I do a post-game show, so everybody is welcome on my show. So if you are, if you want to come on, you can't come on. For sure. Make sure you check them out. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thanks for joining me.